Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Two veteran... Yeah, two veteran IRS agents with impeccable records have testified under oath that federal officials not only slow-walked the Hunter Biden probe, but nixed efforts to investigate Joe Biden's role in the family business. And though legacy media are conveniently apathetic about the developments, they seem somewhat newsworthy to David Harsani, who wrote that piece that the Federalist called it's increasingly clear the feds were protecting Joe not Hunter. We'll get to that. I get. I, I did a search on the media, a comparison on that, and yeah, I'll play Goldman's audio again because it's hilarious. Uh, first, let me get to the phones. Here's Mike. Welcome to the program, Mike. How are you? Hey, doing great. Good. Yeah. Listen, with what is preventing Congress from calling Hunter Biden to testify before them, or or Joe Biden for that matter? I don't, well, I think this actually came up prior about calling the president to testify before Congress. I think that they tried to do that with Trump, and there was no, I think that there was a, there were constitutional problems with it. I, I'm sort of remembering that. I don't know. Maybe it goes back to George W. Bush during the Iraq War. I don't. But what about, what about Hunter? Well, yeah, I, I would imagine that they would just say, no, we're not going to come. And if I do, if you make me, I'm going to just plead the fifth. I'm not going to. I'm not going to answer any questions. Yeah. Well, I think that would be interesting testimony if they could get him up there under oath and ask him all these questions that I would like to hear answers to. I think yeah. everybody else would too. <laughs> right. And so I think the next step that they have to take is uh, Leslie Wolf. Uh, the assistant U.S. attorney out of Delaware, her boss, David Weiss, who was running the investigation, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, uh, and then maybe, yeah, maybe you bring in Hunter Biden and all of this. But if like their, their focus has been right now is the investigation, right? So they're trying to trace the money. They're trying to figure all of that out. I mean, yes, Hunter Biden is, uh, Hunter Biden was the focus of the IRS investigation, to be sure, but he is not the focus of the Republicans' investigations. The Republicans' focus is Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so maybe they call Hunter to get to Joe, but if you don't need to call Hunter Biden, why bother, right? Why not just file your articles of impeachment against uh, against Joe yeah. Biden once you get enough evidence? Because, look, they, the the thing was, remember what they said in one of the exchanges, one of the emails or, or text messages uh, that surfaced off the laptop was that they had so many shell companies, one of them said uh, it'll take them 10 years to unwind all of this, if anybody ever found out. It takes so long to figure it out. What they didn't count on was the laptop giving them the roadmap and all the information and all the documents. And so now they can trace it all. Yeah, well, I would just love... I would love to hear somebody in Congress ask Hunter under oath, who is the big guy? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, we already, we already know the answer, Mike. We know the answer. Well, you, well, sure I do, but, but yeah. if Hunter said, I plead the fifth, or I'm not going to answer, I think that would be your answer right there. <laughs> well, the fact that they won't come out and say it's not Joe, right? That's the thing, too. Joe Biden can come out and 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 put all of this to rest if they wanted to. 
right? It, it, he could he could make statements regarding all of this stuff, but th- but they haven't, right? right. Yeah. They haven't. Um, and so, and I think that's intentional because you know better to not open their mouth and get into any kind of further legal jeopardy, you know, um, b- because once again they provided no good or service, right? There was nothing that they were exactly. selling. Right. So if he's going to come in and plead the fifth, we don't need to hear him say that. It's just a waste of everybody's time. It would just be for the optics of it. So I would prefer that the uh, I, I think that the that the Congress just deliberately go through, check the boxes that need to be checked, talk to the people, get them under oath like that. We're in that we're in a part of this investigation while at the same time, because that's the this is the corruption of the process argument. But then the other side of it is, well, first, was there any collusion? between the Biden transition team, the campaign, and then his administration with any of these officials at DOJ? Was there uh, was there any kind of cross-germination going on there? But the other uh, aspect uh, for the impeachment part is the tracking down of the records. And that's what the House Oversight Committee is also doing, right? They're tracking down the records, and they're making the connections on the financing. And that's why you heard no defense of the, of the financing from Democrats during yesterday's uh, hearing. All they keep seeing is, uh, saying is no evidence, right. no evidence, even though there is. Well, look, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Got a good I, show. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the... That's the... Well, that's, the um, uh, that's the process. That's the path, I think. If you're going to get to impeachment, which, by the way, if I'm on a grand jury and I've been presented with the evidence that I have seen so far, I'm indicting. Absolutely. Because you know ham sandwich and all, but uh, yeah, because I haven't heard any, I haven't heard any counter argument yet. Even the uh, the media that's Democrat adjacent, if not straight up, you know, Democrat propagandists, even they can't figure out a way to explain what the money was being used for. We are to believe, like for example, there is there was one piece of evidence, and I've got the audio here. There's a piece of evidence that was part of the IRS investigation that shows. Hunter Biden deducted the cost of a hotel room for his dad. Okay, was that a legitimate business expense? Don't know. Can we talk to Hunter? No. Can we talk to Joe? No. Well, then how do you track that down? If you're if you're an investigator, how do you for the IRS, how do you figure out whether that was a legitimate business deduction or not? Considering that Hunter also made illegitimate, many, many illegitimate business deductions when he paid for his hookers, right? Uh, like, and by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene, when she showed the photos that were taken by Hunter Biden that were on his laptop, video screenshots and stuff of him engaging in sex acts with a prostitute because they've got the receipt because he used, because he deducted it and he bought her a plane ticket from Los Angeles Remember, he had gone to L.A., and he was um, shacking up at that hotel uh, where he learned to cook crack, according to his own autobiography. That's where he learned to make crack. And um, he had all these prostitutes, and he was hiring them. And then he apparently flew one of them to Washington, D.C. And that, my friends, is trafficking. And that's why Marjorie Taylor Greene was asking... And she showed literally the receipts, even though Democrats are like, you don't have receipts. Actually, we do. We've got like all of his paperwork from like six years <laughs> during the time period in question. So 
they have the receipts. She showed literally a receipt and the plane ticket and then the video that he had recorded of himself with this woman. And it's the same day, June 14th to the 15th. And then she flies back. That's trafficking, which do you remember the story I did the other day? How the California Democratic lawmakers did not want to raise the seriousness of the offense in human trafficking last year. Remember that story? And then uh, they shot it down, so the Republicans came back with another measure this year, just strictly limiting to limiting it to uh, child trafficking. And, they, and then Democrats abstained from that in order to try to kill that bill, but then the outrage ensued, so they had to come back and say, okay, okay, child trafficking is bad. But now it makes you wonder, did somebody or somebodies in California know <laughs> that Hunter Biden was trafficking women? At least one. There was another woman that he put on his payroll. She was another prostitute. He put her down as an assistant. Not a legitimate business expense. Well, I guess if you're a pimp, maybe. No, because that's illegal. So uh, there, there were other things that he was spending money on that were not legitimate business expenses. But when they went to go search the storage unit, when they went to go search the guest house, when they were planning to do the interviews, they were either stopped beforehand or the Bidens got tipped off by the assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf. Like... It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's going on here, right? So I guess the headline there is that Democrats, not rocket scientists, but no, maybe they, well, no, it's just, it, it, I, I cannot believe that you can keep walking down this path and pretending that you don't see what is obvious to all, right? And I think they know it. Because the nature of their arguments at yesterday's hearing was ridiculous. Just They were just ridiculous arguments. So last night, uh, doing a live stream, and um, a member of the audience summarized the, uh, the Democrats' response uh, on the House Oversight Committee in that hearing yesterday uh, to the whistleblowers out of the IRS who were saying, hey, our investigation got stonewalled, basically, got stymied by people in the DOJ. And uh, what the Democrats' response to all of this was, uh, it's Donald Trump's fault, obviously. Curse you, Donald Trump, for making Hunter Biden do all of those things. Um, Looking at the coverage, and I've talked about this website before. People ask me a lot of times, Pete, how do you do your show prep? And uh, depending on how you know in-depth I go with it, but I usually mention a website called Memorandum. It is, as best I can tell, it is of the left. It is uh, an aggregator. Uh, so it will pull in um, headlines and, and stories that are, that are moving, uh, that, are, that are getting a lot of engagement, and then it will link up other blogs, websites, news outlets, or whatever that are referencing those initial uh the, the the overarching story if that makes sense so for example um this was here was the um uh the results for the uh hearing from yesterday two major headlines one from new republic which is a left-wing outlet and it says republicans have so little hunter biden evidence they shared his nudes instead 
And for that, we can thank Marjorie Taylor Greene for letting everybody focus on her and what she did. And that gave uh, all of these other outlets cover to ignore the evidence that the New Republic claims didn't exist, but did exist. Obviously, it existed because not only did the IRS investigators say it existed, but they actually said that prosecutors in the DOJ, they all said, yes, charge all these felonies. They wanted to go forward. But they got stopped, too. So that's the first headline that's in there. And then under that headline, you've got all of the discussion websites. Washington Post, Washington Free Beacon, Insider, HuffPost, Daily Beast, The Messenger, uh, Politicus USA, Twitchy, Washington Examiner, Breitbart, The Hill, Associated Press, Advocate, New New York Post, Red State, Washington Times, Gateway Pundit, Just the News, Raw Story, The Post, Millennial, um, Fox News, and Daily Cost. So that's the first story. The only other story from the hearings that made this aggregator site was from CBS News, Catherine Herridge's story, where she interviewed one of the whistleblowers. And then you have a a similarly lengthy list of other outlets that are referencing that CBS story. And that's it. You got two major stories, discussion links underneath. Two. Now, that was, and I had to go, I had to scroll down probably about three quarters of the way down their main page in order to find that coverage. And this is, it gives a good sense of what stories are moving and who's covering them and how they're being covered. You know what the, the first half of the page was? Well, here are the headlines. Despite less engagement from other websites, here are the big stories that they, that they put up there. Number one, CNN, Trump's team seeks to learn whether special counsel has evidence. Witnesses, they don't know. Exclusive, Fed sought surveillance video from State Farm Arena in Trump probe. Potential Trump charges include civil rights law used in voting fraud cases. Maggie Haberman reveals how Trump reacted to Jack Smith's letter. Politico's playbook is Trump uh, is his third indictment imminent. Charlie Sykes at Bulwark, arrest and indictment, deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ. Sykes is a never Trumper. Um, Trump bets again on legal troubles yielding big donations. CNN anchor claims Jack Smith visiting Subway is a message to Donald Trump. And finally, Trump election probe case crowds active campaign calendar. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine different headlines, all with the discussion links underneath, fewer than the other two headlines about the oversight hearing. This is what they're focused on. And there's a reason. Oh, and before I forget, have you got your ticket to the Heritage Life Skills event yet? I'll be there. The annual event is put on by Carolina Readiness Supply, and you can learn all sorts of ways to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables. I'll be there Saturday evening. Check out the schedule at carolinareadiness.com. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness can help you. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? They know in the media what the Democrats know and vice versa. The media's focus in their coverage over the last 24 hours on Donald Trump while minimizing any focus on the IRS whistleblowers. There's a reason. It's obvious. It's obvious 
to the media, it's obvious to those Democrats on House Oversight, that of course Joe Biden was involved. You, that's where all of the evidence points. Once again, there's no product or service that the Bidens provided. Like as a business, they've got dozens of LLCs. They got money moving through it from all of these different countries, all of these different payouts to various members of the family. What are you buying? What are the companies buying? This is Clay Higgins. He is a congressman from Louisiana, and he goes over the ways that the assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf, out of Delaware, blocked the investigative process that these IRS investigators were uh, endeavoring to complete. To begin, let's just clarify for America, Republicans are only interested in Hunter Biden's deceptions regarding his IRS-confirmed receipt of $17.3 million from shady sources in Ukraine and Romania and China while his father was vice president because Hunter Biden had nothing to sell. He had no product, no service, no skill. All Hunter Biden had to sell was corrupted access to his father, the big guy. How dare Congressman Higgins call the president of the United States May I say the inaugurated president of the United States, how are we calling a big guy? Let's go. December 30th, 2020, this investigator, Chaplin, Investigator Ziegler, the IRS criminal investigation team, at a 12-hour-long meeting with U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware, the prosecution team, Wolf and Weiss are in attendance. Chaplin shares an IRS plan to interview Biden associate Rob Walker. Wolf objects to this plan to the dismay of those in the room. But... She said, we do not want to ask about the big guy, and stated she did not want to ask about dad. December 8, 2020, Investigator Shapley, Investigator Ziegler, meeting with Special Agent Joe Gordon, received a call from Hunter Biden's attorneys, stating that they would accept service for document requests, but declined requests for the interview. The IRS investigators were only able to conduct one meaningful interview, that with Biden associate Rob Walker. That day, <coughs> investigations revealed to the press, December 9, 2020. He's talking about leaks. Wolf gets involved again. Did it interrupt the investigation? December 14, 2020, Assistant U.S. Attorney Wolf tips off Biden counsel about an IRS plan. They had reached a threshold of probable cause to execute a search warrant on a storage unit in Northern Virginia. U.S. Attorney Wolf calls Hunter Biden's attorney and alerts him to the pending search warrant being executed. You stated, Investigator Shapley, that at every stage during your investigation, decisions were made that benefited the subject of the investigation. Who was the subject of the investigation, good sir? Hunter Biden. Thank you very much. And I think I clarified for America why we were interested in Hunter Biden. Because he sold access to his father, the big guy. And you Americans out there may have a compromised president in your White House. You should certainly be concerned. Mr. Ziegler, how did the IRS investigation regarding Hunter Biden begin? Tell us briefly, sir. It was a review of bank records regarding another investigation I was working. 
So it was ancillary to another criminal investigation. Is that correct, sir? Correct. And you are a criminal investigator. Is that correct, sir? That is correct. Not civil. That is correct. Thank you very much. Investigator Shapley, in the September 3rd, 2020 meeting with the prosecution team for the Hunter Biden case, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf told your team there was more than enough probable cause for the physical search warrant of the guest house at then former Vice President's Delaware residence where Hunter Biden stayed for a time. Did U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf confirm your investigative effort that you had sufficient probable cause for search? Yes, she did. Thank you very much. But you've told Congress that Assistant U.S. Attorney Wolf also said that the question was whether the juice was worth the squeeze. That's a quote. And that optics were a driving factor in the decision on whether to execute a search warrant. Optics? Have you ever run into that, Mr. Shapley? I have not, no. Have you, Mr. Ziegler? I have not. Now, why do you think... Why do you think the Department of Justice might be concerned about optics in the search of the president's son's residence during the course of a criminal investigation? Mr. Shapley? I mean, just the sensitivities uh, involved with that, that search warrant, um, and, it, and it would, uh, you know... It's it pretty clear, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty clear. By the way, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, I've been saying that for a decade. I'm, I'm not saying they all listen to my show, but... I mean, it's, it is coincidental. Um, in all of Hunter Biden's emails, right, everything from the laptop, you know what would clear a lot of this up? A PowerPoint? Maybe an Excel spreadsheet? Maybe a report? A proposal of some kind? Something, right? He made all this money, millions and millions of dollars. He's an expert in all of these areas all over the world. He has all these connections. All these companies, and there's no actual work product that backs up anything. Is that odd? Seems odd to me. Just a little bit. Speaking of the laptop, Congressman Gary Palmer asked about the laptop. Was there other evidence in this investigation that you were denied access to? Yes, there was. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that? So, one piece was, uh, was the, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, there's a uh, memorandum that I documented contemporaneously in my House Ways and Means Committee testimony that, that uh, states uh, what Assistant United States Attorney Leslie Wolf told us on that day. I think it was September 3rd of uh, uh, 2020. And that's that they had uh, information from the laptop that they were not providing to the investigators. Had probable cause to search... That's what the U.S. Assistant U.S. Attorney, Leslie Wolf, said. Oh, yeah, I agree. You got probable cause, but the optics are bad. Is the juice worth the squeeze? So don't do it. Oh, and we have the laptop, but you can't see it all. Does that sound like a legit investigation? As David Harsani at The Federalist says, it's increasingly clear the feds were protecting Joe, not Hunter. That's what is obvious to all who will see it. If you just look at it, it's obvious. And that's why there were no arguments against any of this stuff yesterday from the Democrats. I promised I would replay again the audio clip of uh, Dan Goldman. He is uh, the rookie uh, congressman from New York, but he's a lawyer and he worked in the Democratic 
Congress's indictment, impeachment efforts, and all that. So he's really, really smart. He's a litigator. I know what I'm doing. Rule number one. Rule number one. Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. For lawyers. And apparently Dan did not learn lesson number one or rule number one. He inadvertently uh, proves that Joe did know about some of Hunter Biden's business dealings. And you testified that he said to, to, that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, it actually does. It, that is exactly what it does do. Hunter's like, Dad, I'm trying to do some business with this Chinese energy company. And you take that comment to mean that Joe is not involved or doesn't know that Hunter is trying to do business with a Chinese energy company. Like, dude, what, what are you even doing? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business. And he was okay. talking well, that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. Yes. That wasn't see what he see what he did there or hear what he did. He flipped it, right? He asked the wrong question, got an answer he didn't like, so he tried to restate the answer as if that's what he was initially addressing. He didn't ask is Hunter Biden trying to do business. He said this this email exchange or this text exchange with his dad telling his dad i'm trying to do some business with these people he's goldman seemed to make this argument that it was proof that he didn't talk to his dad about business we all know joe talks with his son hunter about business that's why hunter got rides on air force two to all the foreign countries that he did and just coincidentally was doing a bunch of business we all know that democrats know that media know this and i suspect the uh, the DOJ officials knew it too. I suspect they knew it too, and that's why they kept stymieing the IRS investigators. That's why they kept putting up roadblocks. They kept tipping off. I don't know if they tipped off, but I assume it was them tipping off the uh, the Bidens about search uh, warrants that were going to be uh, issued or uh, carried out and uh, interviews that were going to be scheduled. They kept giving him the heads up and leaking information to the Washington Post and such. David Hersani at The Federalist says, It's increasingly clear the feds were protecting Joe, not Hunter. And I completely agree. And he says the, the bigger concern should be finding out why companies operating in authoritarian nations sent the Bidens $17 million. It would be a fair question even if there had been no criminal investigation. I mean, think about this, too. Had the IRS not stumbled upon this, had this agent specifically not been the one to stumble upon Hunter Biden while doing the investigation of a social media site into a uh, prostitution ring, international you know, human sex trafficking, had this guy at that time not stumbled upon Hunter Biden's connection and the laptop gotten turned over, there would be no appetite here among the media and the Democrats to even call this anything other than a wild conspiracy theory. You have no proof of anything. Even when there is proof, they say there's no proof. This story would not be anywhere near what it is now. 
Harsani says, I'm not saying the feds are uh, were covering up proof of Joe Biden's illegality, though circumstantial evidence and common sense say the family business could not function without his participation. I am saying it's increasingly clear the Justice Department did not want to find out if there was any evidence. No one wanted a replay of the Hillary illegal server scandal right before an election, and that's how Hunter got his sweetheart deal. He concludes this piece, again, this is at thefederalist.com. He says, uh, not that any of this mattered to committee Democrats yesterday, who rarely even attempted to debunk the testimony. Most of them merely prattled on about the evils of Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, which is usually enough to placate their constituents. A few Democrats ludicrously argued that the president's son, a man who allegedly tried to write off sex club memberships, prostitutes, and fancy hotel rooms for drug dealers, that he's somehow the victim of zealous over-prosecution. Though occasionally, they inadvertently made important points. Stephen Lynch, for instance, he went on and on and on about the corruption of the Trump years, bringing up Paul Manafort and Rick Gates, two people convicted of engaging in... The very behavior Hunter Biden was allowed to skate on. Jamie Raskin tried to excuse Hunter's actions by noting that he had fallen into crack addiction and whoremongering after his brother's sad death. But then the investigator Ziegler pointed out that Hunter had committed the tax fraud after he was fully sober and married. Any real political journalist with access would be pressuring the White House daily to explain what services Joe Biden's son, brother, and grown grandchildren rendered foreign entities in Romania, China, and Ukraine that are worth $17 million. The president could even address it.